Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like slow to speak, quick to listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of the Marriage 2.0 podcast. So today we're going to be talking about really what are the best tools to save your marriage And then, yeah, I know it's a big topic. What are the best tools to save your marriage? And then like, we're going to talk about not only the ones for you as a couple, if you're working on saving this as a couple, or if you're an individual standing for your marriage, either way. Yes. We're going to be talking about both aspects and also some tools to stay away from. And, you know, honestly, why we talk about this is because it's a very, very big question and it comes up all the time, all the time. People come to us and ask us, you know, like, what, what do I do? Like, what's the tools? Like, what tool can I, can I use to save my marriage? And, you know, because they know, like, Tommy and I have been through, like, everything. Everything they're bad well, there was to go through, aside from death, like, we've been through it. Like, affairs, addictions, like, you name it, like, we've been through it. And obviously, not just once, like, we did not learn the first time. Nope, no, nope. we just gone through everything, like, quadruple times over. Yep, so naturally, <laughs> uh, we get asked a lot. Yes. That being said, like, we get a t- thousands of people every month that reach out to us for help and so we get it right we understand we understand a lot of people's pains we see a variety of different situations all over the board and we get it however there are a lot of tools out there and honestly there's so much in fact that when you start looking you're going to be very if not already oh very overwhelmed by a lot of them oh yeah Uh, it's very it's very confusing and people end up confused and frustrated in how remote, like oftentimes like feeling just like hopeless and defeated because, you know, some things will be tried, you know, then try this and try that. And it's not working. And most of the time that makes it worse, like with all trying all these different tools and it's like such confusion. It's like, oh, like what, what do I do? Yeah. Very, very, very frustrating. I know for, I know for us, when we went through this, it was very extremely frustrating um, mainly because, you know, there was a lot of tools and there was a lot of things out there and we tried quite a bit of things, but then we didn't have us like meaning we didn't have people like us that, you know, were doing this. So, 
uh, at least not to the quality anyways. And so it was very hard uh, to figure this out on your own uh, when you're going through this. I mean, obviously God was with us, but aside from that, it was us trying to figure this out. And so what we want to do is we want to clear the air, right? We want, we want to like provide some, some really good quality things for you to be able to use. So yeah, because we don't want you in that same struggle bus, like just filling up, like, you know, feeling like confused and struggling. And because honestly, a lot of the tools are very conflicting. And that was a lot of my frustration, too, is like looking at all these th- these tools, like some will be like, oh, like, you know, tell them how much you love them all the time. And then others will be like, no, don't. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it's like night and day. And I'm, I'm like, I'm confused. And honestly, for a lot of people, when they try stuff, it oftentimes feels like taking one step forward and then three steps backwards. Especially if you're an individual saving your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to. So I'll clear the air right here. Like people say it takes two to save a marriage. No, it doesn't. It takes one initially and then it takes two to have a marriage. To have a healthy marriage for sure. To have a healthy marriage. Obviously you can't, you have to have, you have to have two to have a healthy marriage, but to save it. No, absolutely not. I've seen hundreds of people do it, but they end up on eggshells, stuck, basically on an emotional roller coaster, and that may be where you're at right now. I don't know, most likely, but then they give up on one of one of them or both, or they just give up on like like maybe the marriage, or maybe there's themselves, or maybe both, right? When it comes to those things, and they end up like kind of or at the end of their rope there, like they end up at the end of their rope most of the time. Then like that's when we we see them. They come to us basically. Oh, yeah. We get people at the end of the rope all the time. And unfortunately, like that's some people want and just wait last minute. So this is, you know, this is your sign. If you're if you're listening today and you're like, I don't know if I need help or not. If you're even questioning it, get help. Okay, like don't wait until, you know, there's divorce papers filed or, you know, moved out or, you know, don't don't wait to the very end. There's your little side note for you there that 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 is your sign to get help. You know, and so here's your sign. <laughs> there's your sign. Get help. Don't wait till the very, very end. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like there's nothing left to do. And I'm like, you know, there's there's things to do, but let's not make it more challenging. Right. So what we're going to go over today is, you know, different things to do to save your marriage and like what tools to avoid and which ones are like a waste of time today. And then some good ones to get started with. So let's go over a lot of the ones that honestly don't really work. So let's start with the most popular one that people go to um, first, I would say even before counseling, which is books. So people generally go to marriage books, whatever it may be. A lot of the popular ones are like The Love Dare, which I absolutely cannot stand. It's a joke of a book. Uh, And then it's like, do a bunch of nice things for your spouse and then just expect them to like, I don't know, come back. Like that doesn't make any sense. There's no, nothing there. So like the, the books or like maybe like um, when it comes to other books, you could look at st- people generally look at stuff like love and respect book, which honestly ends up breeding a lot of resentment. I mm-hmm. know it did for us. Yes. Yes. And and not only that, like I got lost in the books is like I had read so many books and that's where a lot of my confliction came from is like one book would say this, another book would say that. And they would like leave out like some of the, like the like, OK, but like, how do I do this? Or like, why am I doing this? And it just like left me like, okay. And so like I would try and like, so I was the guilty one. Like I did the love dare um, and, you know, read the love languages. And uh, I, off the top of my head, I forgot like the Christian wife one. Like it's so popular, but it's, it, they are based around like doing nice things and like doing it out of like serving the Lord and just continue to be nice and right. But like that did not fix 
the root issues. It did not solve any of the problems. And in fact, while I could muster up and just like serve the Lord and like just joyfully, which meant like be nice to Tommy, even through every mean thing he was doing and the lack of just all of just the lack of actually what was there, it it reached a breaking point. Like I still broke because it's not sustainable when there's not that foundation within yourself. I like lost myself and tons of resentment. Absolutely. And honestly, a lot of the books, what they end up doing is they give you like these little nuggets, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, I got this nugget, but what it does is it gives you this nugget, but then it like, when you start to do it, like introduces all these other problems, like new problems <laughs> that you have now, right? Like, I got one solved and now there's a hundred more. Right. Like, and, and so that's, that's the problem. There's no real anything to like, there's no real solid ground with them. Like, and then also, like, when it comes to other things, like uh, like reading the Bible um, and going to church, those are good tools. And, and, and praying, of course, that's another one, right? Reading mm-hmm. the Bible, going to church and praying. And always do those, always. right? Like, we're 110 billion percent for those. Not for religion. Just to be very clear, I, I hate religion. I'm for a relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm for church, and I'm for the Bible, and I'm for praying hundred percent, but I'm for loving people, not condemning them to death. So just to be very clear on that, but reading the Bible and going to church is a part of it. So it's a part of it and keep doing it. But when it comes to the Bible, this is a kind of a touchy subject because don't take us wrong, but yes, everything you ever need in the entirety of life and to figure out every single problem in the entirety of life to ever exist or ever will exist is in the Bible. However, <laughs> um, if you don't, you can't literally just like take, we did this in like our debt, um, is debt bad, um, podcast recently. And we talked about how people misinterpret verses cause they take one verse and then read it out of context with the, the they don't even read the previous verse or the verse after that. And then like that verse correlates with this verse and this, everything correlates together in the Bible. It's one big roadmap, right? So if you don't understand all of it and you don't have like a lifetime of just, doing nothing, literally nothing but studying the Bible all the time, seven hours a day, eight hours a day. I don't know why I said seven, not eight, but like eight hours a day, right? Like if you don't have nothing other to do with your entire life other than do that, sure, you could figure it out and figure anything else in life out pretty much. However, even God says we will not understand his wisdom to the nth. No one ever will, Mm -hmm. right? So could you figure out all of it in there? Yes. Will you? Probably not. No, and especially because it's it's super common, especially in the midst of chaos and like trauma. And when you're going through relationship struggles and like marriage problems, let's just be really clear, like that's a form of trauma. So, you know, when you're in that state, your your lens is, is altered. And when you're reading things, you can cling into the wrong thing because you're not seeing clear and you're acting out of fear because of that fear of like, you know, I'm about to lose my spouse and like my life and like all of these things. And like, you're not actually centered and right with like God and where your focus is. And so will he speak to you? Like, yes, he can still speak to you and teach you things while you're in that stage and he can, you know, convict you and, and show you different things. And as long as you're seeking him, he will. However, just know that, you know, in the midst of chaos, it's so easy to interpret and take things the wrong way. Example, like we hear it all the time. People are like, and, and Tommy had did this. He, he took Bible verses <laughs> yeah. and justified trying to leave the marriage. 
And it's like, no, like you can't pull it to just pull out things that, you know, fit your motive. People do it all the time. Yeah. And, and so like, that's why it's not just a good tool. It's just like, oh, like that's not just like it, right? Like, of course we are a hundred percent for it and encourage you. And like, you should be reading your Bible every day, going to church. Like that shouldn't be a question. Like those should be staples in your life. Basics. With or without marriage problems. (laughs) Like yeah, that's yeah. just part of being like, you know, a believer and growing. Like that's just what you should do. Yeah. And then as far as like going to church, keep doing that iron sharpens iron type of thing. But then when it also goes to, uh, and we'll talk more about life groups here next, but when it, when, in terms of praying, this is where honestly, most Christians and yes, we're Christian, obviously, but most Christians annoy the living crap out of me. So like when it comes down to like praying, like pray, but prayer without action is not faith whatsoever. Prayer, keep doing it. But if you don't, if you don't have any action and any, any footsteps to your prayers, like God will give you the green light, but he's not going to drive the car for you. Right? So you actually have to have action with your prayer or it's, it's pretty much useless. Like, can God do anything? Yes, he wants in the universe. He's going to do anything. But when it comes down to these types of things, you have to understand that you have to put in the action steps to be able to reap the benefits from the blessings because there's not one thing, not one miracle in the entire Bible that didn't require some sort of action from the person getting the miracle first. Mm-hmm. Not one. Yes. So life groups is next. Yes. And so let's talk about life groups. Cause, and you know, this is obviously something else that we had done. We had gone to like, okay, like our marriage is struggling. Let's go to like, you know, the marriage groups at church and, you know, or just the individual groups either way. And while it's good to surround yourself just with like people who are other believers, they're just, it just lacks so much. And, you know, I just remember like from those classes, you know, feeling one, not only was it, why did I feel awkward being in the class about like the marriage and stuff and just like knowing like where we were, but there wasn't uh, like, there wasn't like solid action steps. There was still a lot of like being nice, just make sure you schedule things on your calendar, like make sure, you know, schedule dates, schedule like sex time, like make sure, you know, you're you're intimate. I remember that. It was just Um, basic (laughs) stuff. I mean, I'm happy for the people that were serving God with their heart. Right. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm very thankful for those people. But and they're great for tune-ups and just kind of like staying plugged in. Yeah, but tune-ups, I mean, very, 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 very mild tune-ups. Yes. Um, if you're already healthy individuals. Yes. Which, honestly, to me, that means they're pretty much not great for 99% of the population. Um, 0.99, like 0.1% maybe. <laughs> Anyways, so keep plugged into those because iron sharpens iron, but just be also careful from who you get your advice from in those groups because... Mm. Honestly, most of the people that are going to those groups have no clue how to save a marriage. I know they're Christian, but also just be careful in that. Just be, yeah. keep your guard up. And especially if they can't relate to, like, oh, some of the things you've been through. You know, when you start bringing in, like, the other other issues, you know, it's just, like, they're reading from, like, a, a script that someone else had given, you just, know. Just pray about it. We'll and, pray for you. Cool. Yeah, and that's good to like be prayed for, but there that's not going to be enough to like actually change the foundation, right? So like when in in our marriage for like Tommy and I, just scheduling date nights and schedule it, like we didn't have a we didn't need to schedule like sex, but like just scheduling sex or just scheduling date nights and then um, talking 
which we did not do well. So when we talked, we argued and it led to screaming, yelling, slamming doors. So those things like that wasn't enough to, to fix the actual issues. And in fact, it caused more issues because then we we're like throwing like these biblical things at each other and be like, it says to do this. And, you know, it just it just did not go well because it didn't yeah. fix the root issues. If anything, honestly, going on dates, we didn't put that on here, but you know, it just highlights more of the issues going on and it's going to cause more resentment and anger towards your spouse at mm -hmm. the end of the day, honeydews, stuff like that too. But the next one is speaking to your pastor. So speaking to your pastor, this one, honestly, I mean, it's not that their heart's in the wrong place most of the time, but meaning the pastor. And it does seem like a logical, like first thing, cool thing to go to. But honestly, like there's, what real advice are they really going to give you? Like, I mean, there's the Bible scripture and stuff, but like there's not really going to be much good advice and foundations that they're going to be able to give you in, in light of this. Cause they're not professionals with, with uh, marriages. In, in fact, a lot of them, and this is, this is a fact. In fact, a lot of pastors um, come to people like us and to get help because their marriages are suffering and struggling. Um, one of the biggest factors in churches is feeling like the same with business, like feeling like, you know, the, the, the church comes first before their spouse. So there's, there's a lot of issues there too. So you just want to be careful with that is what we're saying. Like, don't let pastors pastor and let professionals be professionals. Yes. And, um, also with that, so just to FYI, like all the pastors that we talk to and we talk to a lot of them, you know, they actually refer to other people. Like, so when someone comes to them, like, they're like, I'm going to refer them to you. And yep. it's what we're told all the time. And it's because, like, that's not, like, their strong suit. Like, they're, they don't have all the foundational things of how to actually fix these root things within the marriage. You know, yes, they can give you scripture. Yes, they can pray for you, which are, are great things. But that's not going to fix and get you out of the chaos. Could it with a prayer, with one prayer? Yes. Will it? Probably not. Um, it'll give you the opportunity to have action steps to go along with that faith and prayer mm -hmm. but let's continue so mentorship and this one cracks me up mentorship from couples in the church um this is one of the ones that like it we we're kind of touching on a little bit earlier in the life groups but you just want to be careful with those because honestly again they're probably not in a place i mean they may be healthy quotation marks around it right but Honestly, like when it comes to stuff like this, like you just, I don't recommend going to them because they're not going to give you any real foundations. No. And so just be very, very wise in that. And another one is slow to speak and quick to listen. And this is one of the most common tools that people start with. Slow mm -hmm. to be slow to speak and quick to listen. And while it is like, it's great to like stop some arguments and just like have some change it's not sustainable because it, this goes along with like the books and like I was when I was talking earlier about how I was implementing things and like I would be nice to Tommy for like so long before like I would explode or before I would have a breakdown and this is the same thing because if you're just being slow to speak and quick to listen if if you're not having that foundational change within yourself understanding like the deeper whys and actually knowing how to communicate so that you know, when you, when you do talk, it's actually conveying like what your true heart is and like what's really going on. And if you're not being able to do all the deeper things, you're, there's going to be a breaking point. It's like, I'm tired of being nice. They're not. 
and this isn't getting anywhere, even though I'm listening more and I'm not like voicing my opinion, things, things aren't being fixed. Yeah, basically you're on eggshells and just sweeping stuff under the rug. Yep. And, and that's what yeah. just the tool alone does. And an emotional roller coaster, basically too. But another one is webinars. So um, we've done free trainings and stuff like that in the past. Um, but a lot of webinars out there, other ones, they give you like basically the the no the the how without the know how. So it's basically giving you the how without the know how, and it's it's basically a giant sales pitch um, when it comes down to that. So you want to make sure like when you're on those it's providing real training and not like, like if most of it's like a giant, like the bragging about them, then you don't, then you want to actually move on to something else. That's not like, that's more of a training that gives you action steps. Like in our trainings, like I can mention later on, we actually give you like tools and resources and action steps to be able to like know the right foundational roads that you need to be on to travel. So um, another one is subscription based self studies, like, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to call some people out here, but marriage helpers and affair recovery um, when it comes to these types of things. So here's the thing with these. Um, if you're in a very financially strapped place, it, it's an okay option. And I mean, okay, um, as in crappy, but when it, it comes kind of starts. Yeah, it's just like a, like a very, very like, not even at the tip of the iceberg, but like a snowflake. Um, <laughs> so like, they're just, you get what you pay for with these types of things. Like they're very, very cheap based subscription based programs. It's better than nothing, but they're just not going to give you any real solid things. I've heard from so many clients that have come to me, that have tried these things that it just doesn't give them what they need. No, not at all. And so many of our clients had like tried those and they were like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't enough. Like they didn't fix anything. So just be very mindful of that. Another one is, you know, three to four day intensives or like marriage retreats. You know, people are like, oh, let's do, let's do these. And, you know, honestly, we had tried those too. So with that, I remember literally asking the question. I was like, why is there like, I asked like specific questions of like things that they didn't go over. I was like, why do y'all not talk about this? And like, those are really important, like part of the foundations. Cause at, at the point that we went, I had done a lot of the other things, like the some of the books and stuff. And so I, I wasn't like just starting in that, but I still wasn't like in a fixed place. And it was just like, I even knew at that time of not being a, a true healthy individual that I was like, there's, there's true foundational things that are missing. Like there's, there's gaps here. And her response was, we just don't have the time. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, we came and invested all this and in, into this time and that we're not going to get a foundational change because there's not time. Was, I was like, okay. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was good. Yeah. And it was peaceful and all that, but where we were at and stuff, but it was just, it was just tools. When it really boiled down to it, it was tools. They were great tools and they were okay, but like they didn't, honestly, most of the people that left that, um, you know, it's funny cause actually a, a while, like a, a good time later, I had a conversation with, with the people that, that own the place and they're like, you know, they get, they followed up with you and stuff like that. They're like, how are you doing? They're like, we're doing this, we're doing this, and we're, we had this and this and this. And like, oh, that's great. Like, that's really, really good. I'm really surprised. Like, they the guy actually mentioned less than 1% of the people, like, actually do, like, do what they're supposed to do when they leave. Yeah. One, less than 1%. 
that's we're literally we were the successful one. It's like when it comes down to like I guess implementing some of the things that they taught us, but like, but when it boils down to it, like just we had a lot of other things that we did too in addition to that that wasn't the fix so like when it boils down to it like yeah we had that stuff but we had a lot of other stuff too that we implemented like we went over into debt like 150k trying to fix our marriage so a lot of these things like we're trying like that were just bits and pieces over the years from different things and this mm-hmm. was one of the bits and pieces yes you know and so another one is is marriage conventions it's it's kind of similar but it's just there's not going to be enough like foundational change. It's just going to be some high level. A lot of the conventions are more of motivational hype. Yeah. There are a lot of hype. And so there it's, it's not going to be that what you need for solid change. And a lot of it's going to leave you with questioning because a lot of times they're going fast and like, you, you know, it's not like you can hit replay or, or ask like questions and, you know, it's like what? So it's still not like foundational things. It's just like these little nuggets you'll pick up. Like same thing from all these other things is you're just getting little bitty nuggets. But if you don't understand the nugget or you implement it wrong, it'll actually set you back in your marriage. Or even if you implement it right, it's still not going to be a complete fix. Yeah. But like when it comes to like the, the, uh, the conventions and stuff like that, the most beneficial thing about those, in my opinion, and, and the positive thing that I would say is like, cool to go to those is the environment. So when it comes to the environment, it's actually really beneficial to have those because uh, who you surround yourself with matters, mm-hmm. but, and then it does build like this, like enthusiasm to like motivation, but it's only temporary. It only motivation is a trap. It only lasts so long. And then you have therapists. So either individual or marriage. Right. Um, but then you have, you have therapists. So you have individual therapists, individual, you know, Marriage therapist, individual like counseling, you know, but counseling and th- just to kind of touch on the two main things here, because you have individual and you have both. But when it comes to like counseling and therapy, they are different. So count therapy is one of those things. It's like you're going a very specific thing where it's like inner child work. You're going for um, or to most people honestly go to a general therapist. And when it comes to therapy, most of the time, I'm going to say most of the time, this is what happens. They go, they go to the therapist. It doesn't, it, it's kind of like a lot like counseling, honestly. Like, you just go talk about your feelings and leave no action steps or timeline. Kind of like Groundhog Day. <laughs> um, but then, ther- but, but if they do go, the difference is the therapist can diagnose you with some type of, like, disorder. So, like, you know, narcissism, bipolar, like, BPD, like, all these different things. Like, we had that. Yeah, and then, you know, there's also a therapist are really quick to typically, you know, to typically write prescriptions. And then uh, one, someone told me the other day about a prescription they were, they were prescribed and like giving all the side effects. Like they told me this, some of the side effects and it was like aggression. Um, like so some of the big ones, like some of the big ones were like aggression, like depression, suicidal thoughts. And I'm like, when you're in a marriage struggle, you do not need added aggression, depression, or suicidal thoughts. Typically, that comes <laughs> naturally when you're having severe marriage problems and you don't know what to do. Those are natural things that come up with that you already have to combat. Why on earth would you take a medicine that's going to enhance those things? Yeah. Like, also, a lot of people get prescribed like depression medication and stuff like that. And honestly, does it work? Yes, to some extent chemically. But once you come off of it, nothing's changed. Literally nothing has changed. The, the pill, nothing has changed. Like literally nothing has changed when inside like you as an individual from a mental mindset level, 
and principles and values like foundational, like nothing has changed other than you took a pill. And when you come off of it, the exact same crap's going to come back. So when it comes to therapists, I'm not really, we're not really for that. Counseling already touched on that. It's like, again, it's like going to Groundhog Day. Um, it's like, you know, it's like going, getting your feelings, talking about your feelings, getting in them, leaving no action steps or timeline. Like for us, and we've heard this from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, probably honestly thousands of people on stories, on negative stories on counseling. Oh, yeah. I'm not completely against therapy. Like I actually use certain forms of therapy inside what we do. So inner child work, gestalt, different things like that. Be, um, when it comes to behavioral change therapy, uh, different things, tapping, like all those different things. I'm not against them, but the problem is they're just tools and tactics. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to be a permanent fix. Counseling, honestly, to me, is just a joke all the way around. Like it's not, there's nothing, zero beneficial about counseling. And honestly, this is the number one thing people do. Yeah, is they go to, they go to counseling and it's, it's very sad because like that's where people, well, most people end up losing hope is like, oh, it didn't work. So I tried to get help. It didn't work. I'm done. There's nothing else I can do. And there's nothing further from the truth because marriage counseling, it's, it's just talk about like whatever it is like on your mind today. There's not like an outline and action steps and fixing the deeper things. It's just like, oh, like let's, let's talk. And so many times like you're teamed up on or you're, bam you're uh, ambushed or you know, bombarded. And it's just like, this is not beneficial. And now I'm beyond angry. And I was already not in a good place before I came in here. Now I'm worse. Now we're just going to repeat it next time for an, uh, an inf infinite amount of time until the counselor dies, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Don't do that. Yeah. Another one is really, and you'll be surprised about this, but when it comes to like uh, affordable quotation mark coaching programs. So like when it comes to those stuff, um, there's these like, I won't mention any names, but there's these several like um, man, like the men's side of it, like coaching programs to get their spouse back and become a man, like better man and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's actually a lot of, there's actually some, some good ones out there. But when it comes to this, they're like a couple hundred dollars a month or whatever it is. And it's just it, like, what are you really going to get with that? Like don't, it, the, the, you get what you pay for. That's self-explanatory. Um, there's no real action steps there. It's just basics. Yeah, a, a lot of the basics, a lot of the the things are just like the small little things that are little nuggets, but like not true like foundational aspects, right? And you know that's like that's important. And so like that's something to watch out for. Yeah, and the other side of this is the premium side of it. So you have the affordable side, then you have the premium side. So we're more of on the premium side with us, obviously, but when it comes to the, the premium side of the coaching, the higher end coaching, that's good. And it's better than probably anything else on this list, to be honest with you. But when it comes down to it, there's other marriage coaches in with premium prices other than us. So the issue with a lot of them is that a lot of them focus and it's just honestly the wrong focus. Like a lot of them either focus on just the marriage which is a big mistake because you can't have a healthy marriage if you're not two healthy individuals. Mm, yes. A lot of them, or they just focus on the individual. So th I don't know why they do this, but they miss, they miss literally like, like a huge part of it, like 50% of it. I don't get it. Maybe they just don't know how that probably is it, but they don't do that. And then like, you got the other programs that try and teach you how to be an empowered person or whatever it is, but, and there are premium and they are decent, but when it comes down to it, they miss like really a big, factor in it so like if you're an individual trying to save your marriage and your spouse doesn't want to but 
this coaching program that you just got into that's premium tells you to focus 100% on you, no, that's a big mistake. Like, don't do that because you need a 90-10 focus. 90% focus on you and 10% very tactical and strategic 10% on them to change their narrative, change their viewpoint of you. There's very tactical and strategic things you can do in addition to becoming the best version of you. Now, you'll get a lot out of becoming the best version of you, but that you only have like maybe a 20% chance of success with doing that. And that's if you have a crap ton of influence. So it's just a very low chance of success with some of these. And that's, we're not trying to beat a lot of people up. We're just pointing you away from a lot of the mistakes, time yeah. and money and effort, and just honestly, mostly hopelessness that we don't want you to have. Okay. And like, that's the biggest thing is because, you know, like, like we've mentioned, we tried so many things here on this list and I cannot like even express like the amount of like hopelessness and defeat and confusion that I had gone through of just like, I was like, like there's this little thing. And I'm like, but like what, there's so much more missing. And I'm like, it's missing, it's missing. And, you know, so and, and what happens is, is, like, when people are going through marriage struggles, they're like, oh, I just need some, like, tools to fix this. And so we don't want you clinging to, like, the idea of like, you just need a tool or, like, a thing to, like, get you out, you right. know? So basically what I'm saying is all these things are Band-Aids. <laughs> they're all Band-Aids, meaning that, like, tools and tactics alone, and if you want to write something down and you want to remember anything at all from this call, it's tools and tactics alone will keep you on an emotional roller coaster. Tools and tactics alone will keep you on an emotional roller coaster permanently. And so you don't want that, right? But you're like, well, what the heck do I do then now, right? Like you just listed everything that's possibly out there. I did, right? Because a lot of stuff's crap. But like, well, the only thing that there is to do, there's only one method that works. And it's building the right foundations and having a complete foundational step. And it's not just us that can do this. Other people could have the ability to build this, um, something like this. But, you know, can God, can, God can use anyone. Yes. But unless you have the proper foundation. So what we teach is you have to have foundations and proper mindset. And that encompasses a lot. You have to have proper foundations and being a healthy individual. That even encompasses even more. And then you have to have proper foundations in marriage. And then you can have the tools and tactics. However, if you don't, even our tools, I'll be really blunt and honest with you. They're, they're really, really great. The best in the world, in my opinion. But they're not going to work unless you have the rest of these foundations. Yes. And that's, that's the thing is that you have to have all of the foundational things in order to like save your marriage and not, and to actually get off the emotional roller coaster and have true change. Right. So you have to build all of those foundations. And, you know, if you're an individual, like there's a power of one method where there is so much that you can actually do to save your marriage. So there, much more. I so much more. And, you know, and so we, we do want to give you some resources. Now, obviously, we just talked about how tools are not complete fixes. And that's the biggest thing is we want to shift your mind away from like, oh, I just need this tool. Like, no, like if you just cling to a tool, you're going to set yourself up for failure. You're going to be like on this emotional roller coaster. You're going to stay on eggshells and it will breed into like hopelessness. So that's one of the biggest things. And so, you know, a couple of tools that are good starts that are just good, you know, little stepping stones forward. One of one of our favorites is a book by Bedro Schoolian and it's called Man Up. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a really good it's technically kind of like. Uh, more of a leadership and business book, but it's good for 
And it, I know it's called Mana, but it's honestly good for everyone. Desnica can attest to that. I have read it three times, and I love the book. It's still, uh, we've read, like, my goal this year is to read 26 books. Um, and we read a lot, a lot of books. So not, not against books, um, but when it comes down to this book, still the best book I've ever read. Um, hands down for personal development. It's really, 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 really good. By Man yes. Up by Bedros Kalan. I'm going to put links to all this in the description of the podcast. So whatever podcast you're, platform you're listening on, you'll see it. Um, yeah. Just click down below. But another one is Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend. And I love this book too. And it's it's very foundational of like, it's it needs to be like implemented. But again, it's just a tool. And it's going to be create a lot of awareness. And it's a good stepping stone, but there's still so much more. And um, this book, I honestly feel like everyone should read Man Up and Boundaries. They're just basics of being a human, in my opinion, you know. And so Boundaries is a good book to read and like to actually implement. So they're books, but they're 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 going to give you a like okay, like semi permanent start, right? Yes. You, you have to build the rest of the foundations, like we talked about. But those are good starts. Now we'll give you two more. So. Four, four little uh, nuggets here, but another one is like uh, free training for couples, which is number three. Then we also number four, which is a free training for individuals. So this, these are trainings that we developed, and we'll put their links and stuff in the description below. But the ind- couples training is the one, like if you want to obviously save your marriage as a couple, and then the individuals one is if you want to have a free training for saving your marriage as an individual, even if your spouse is not on board, and even if you're on the verge of divorce. So for both sides here, but we can put links to all of these in the description for you guys. That way you have them. You can go check them out. I don't, we don't get anything off um, any of it, any of it. Honestly, when it comes to like, I don't get no kickbacks from like the cloud in Townsend or the Bedros Cooling, even though I recommend this book all the time and I should. So if you're listening to this, um, but when it comes down to it, uh, when it comes to Bedros Cooling, I love the guy. He's awesome. He's very, um, very, uh, you, you got to have a, you either like him or you don't. Let's just put it that way. But a cool guy, uh, secular, but cool. And then uh, when it comes to these things, we just wanted to give you some resources here. But we want to challenge you today to really think about what you're doing right now. And really, like, really think back to these things that you're doing. Because a lot of these things, if you're doing these things, they're going to cause you to take one step forward, three steps back. So if you're doing a lot of these things, including the begging, the pleading, and different things like that, then you got to stop and you got to really think, okay, what do I need to do? What, what are the biggest things, biggest levers I can pull right now to get the best results and save my marriage now? Because that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, so we, we wanted to also just challenge you to like, let go of this idea of, I just need a tool. If I just get this one tool, I'll be able to fix everything. And, you know, that's just not going to be enough to get you off the emotional roller coaster, to have the foundational things. Like in order to truly fix your marriage and to, to change your life, you need that foundational change. So don't cling to all of those. And we also just wanted to give you that an idea of where to stay away from as well. So ask yourself, like, what is the next action step that I need to take? Yep. So our main goal with this podcast was to, to steer you clear of all of the stuff that isn't going to work for you. And it's not, not going to help you to save you a ton of time and money, and effort, and hopelessness, and to steer you towards the, the right direction. That was the goal with this, and just mm-hmm. shift your mindset from on tools to foundational change. Tools yes. to foundational change. That's the biggest thing. The goal with this podcast was to shift your mindset from tools to foundational change, and to give you a couple of cool tools 
in addition to that that you can use to at least get a semi good start on things. So yes, but listen, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you in the next podcast. Have a good one. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.